Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of music from the first half of the 20th century, drawn from 78 RPM records in my collection. We're going to start today in September of 1933 over in London for a record made there in the Regal Cinema by a then 25-year-old organist named Sidney Torch. Sidney Torch had come from a musical family. His father had played trombone in an orchestra alongside Gustav Holst. And young Sidney Torch played as a piano accompanist in the 1920s before turning his attention to the organ. And by 1933, he was the house organist at the Regal Cinema. He made this record for Columbia, and it's got a great title. It's called Hotter Than Ever. It's a medley that incorporates Canadian capers and Somebody Stole My Gal. To start off today's program, Here's Sidney Torch at the organ. about that hotter than ever is the name of that medley it consisted of canadian capers and somebody stole my gal that's some of the nimblest organ playing i think i've ever heard by a young sydney torch in 1933 as i mentioned when he made that record sydney torch was the house organist at the regal cinema 
a post he would hold only until the following year, 1934. However, he would continue to play organ regularly in the London area through the 1930s. In the early 1940s, he was drafted by the Royal Air Force and turned his attention more to orchestral arranging and conducting and even composing. He would continue to record well into the 1950s and 60s and worked for the BBC. He retired in the early 1970s and Sidney Torch died in July 1990. What a great way, though, to start off this edition of the Shellac Stack, Sidney Torch at the organ. Well, my name is Brian Wright, and this is the Shellac Stack, a little program on which I play 78 RPM records from my collection. I'm certainly glad you could join me today. I hope you'll enjoy the records I've lined up for us. I have one question, though, to start off the program today. (laughs) Is it hot enough for you? And I don't just mean that hotter-than-ever medley. Here in Pittsburgh, anyway, it has been blistering the past few days. Hot, muggy, humid, just all-around uncomfortable And being the the outside-the-box kind of thinker I am, I decided that this was a perfect opportunity to pull out some hot records. Yes, I spent all night coming up with that theme. You're welcome. (laughs) So on today's program, we'll be listening to Hot Records in celebration, with a question mark, of this warm weather. Let's go ahead and start with Johnny McGee and his orchestra, a varsity record made in December of 1939, It's Varsity 8128. Johnny McGee and his orchestra will play Hot Lips. Oh, 
forget. I don't like Schubert music or Schumann. I'm one of those humans who only goes in for Berlin and Vincent Newman. I'm for the guy that eludes Fox sonatas and Chopin preludes. So if some nice man I meet, I always murmur, toot sweet. Low and grin, it may be sweet at 
that record. That's my all-time favorite George Olson record. He made quite a few, but that one is tops in my book. It was recorded in New York City on August 21st, 1925. The tune by Elmer Schobel is called Hot Air, and that's spelled A-I-R-E. It's Victor 19761. I love everything about it. I love the nice spacious acoustic, the sound, the arrangement, and of course the performance. Just an all-around top-shelf disc. Before that, we heard a 28-year-old Ethel Merman, but she sounded just like Ethel Merman, a recording made in November of 1936 in New York for the Liberty Music Shop label, record number L207. Ethel Merman was accompanied by Edgar Fairchild and Adam Carroll, both of them pianists and their orchestra. That was called Red Hot and Blue, and it came from a Broadway musical called, you guessed it, Red Hot and Blue. If you listen to the lyrics, you can probably figure out who composed it. I love that one line towards the end where she sings, This craze that's pursuing me may ruin me, but my Waterloo won't be Wellington, but Ellington. (laughs) Only one guy could write that. Cole Porter. Yes, he wrote the words and music for Red Hot and Blue. Probably the most famous song to come out of the show was It's De Lovely, which was sung in the production by Ethel Merman and Bob Hope. And we started off that set in December of 1939, a New York recording on the Varsity label by Johnny McGee and his orchestra, a tune that goes back to the early 20s, composed in part by Henry Bussey. That was Hot Lips, given a swing treatment. Pretty good stuff. Well, we're listening to Hot Records on this edition of the Shellac Stack, in case you missed the announcement earlier and haven't figured it out. And in this next set, we're going to hear Jimmy Durante... The Old Schnoz, a recording made in Los Angeles in December of 1933. I love this thing, too. Jimmy Durante is credited as the composer. It's called Hot Patata. Oh, look, there's Schnozzle. Isn't he handsome? He's beautiful. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When I walk down the street... Why am I always molested by beautiful women? 
They want a lock of my hair. And the funny part of it is, I give it out lock after lock, as fast as it grows in. How humiliating. How humiliating. The question on everyone's lips is, why am I the second Don Juan, and twice as good as the first? Is it the mischievous twinkle in my eye? Is it my savoir faire? Or is it my diet of hors d'oeuvres that makes me so debonair? No, I got a system. And with this system, I'm just a hot patata. Stop that music. Stop that music. I'll tell you my secret, but I want you to keep it scarce. Friends, my words of wisdom will be echoed around the world. So get this. First you tip your hatter. Now roll your eyes and give it datter. Now everyone shout, cha-cha-cha-cha. That's half the chorus of the hot patata. Now you point your toe. Then you fix your boa. Now start to turn her. Again you turn her. Again you turn her. Again you turn her. For a finish, be swarmed. And again you turn her. That's the chorus of the hot patata. Pardon me, folks. There's a bunch of girls coming this way. I better beat it, because I think they're out after another lock of my hair. But I'll be back. Or a hatter. Roll your eyes and give it data. Now everyone shout ha-cha-cha-cha. What a system. Strictly dynamite. Every debutante says they wants Durante. Now again you turn her. Again you turn her. What a system, folks. I suppose you get tired of turning, but it's my system. That's the chorus of the hot patata. Frankie, we gotta have more bass in this here band. <laughs> well, then I'll get in closer. Oh, he's gotta get in closer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. 
Keep your fingers slipping up and down that old bass neck. That's it, Frankie. Kick it, slap it, knock it. Oh, Frank, leave it a wreck. Pick that bass. Pick that bass. Pick that bass. Like you pick a chicken bone. Yeah, use your fingers. <laughs> pick it clean. Pick it clean. You know what I mean. Pick that bass. Boom, boom, boom. Pick that bass. We have some Hoosier Hot Shots fans in the house, and I thought as long as I'm putting together a program of hot records, the Hoosier Hot Shots should qualify. That was called Pick That Bass. It was composed, at least according to the label, by Al Bernard and Gertrude Bernard. It was recorded in Chicago on January 20th, 1937, issued on the Melotone label number 7-04-62. I note, too, that early 1937 is about the time George Gershwin's famous Slap That Bass came out. And even if the melodies are totally different, I can't help but feel that perhaps Al and Gertrude took a little bit of inspiration, at least thematically, from Gershwin's song. Well, before the Hoosier Hot Shots, we heard Jimmy Durante, in person, a recording made in Los Angeles on December 13, 1933, Columbia 36732, it's a little bit of a later pressing, probably from the early 40s, but a nice master pressing of a great, great record called Hot Patata. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you can't really go too far wrong with Jimmy Durante. Well, we're going to use the Hoosier Hot Shots as a way of segueing into some hot bands. This next set will include three bands that include the word hot in the title. First up, it's the Jones and Collins Astoria Hot 8 a group out of New Orleans that recorded just a precious few sides for the Victor label in 1929. This was made there on November 15, 1929. Composer credit goes to Lee Collins and David Jones for something called the Astoria Strut. I wish I had the original Victor, but I'm happy to have this Bluebird reissue from probably the late 30s or early 40s, Bluebird 8168. After that, it's Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five, a Chicago recording made in February of 1926, something called Heebie Jeebies. And then we'll wrap it up with Brian Lawrence and his Hot Five, recorded over in London on February 1st, 1935. It's a really nice version of Dinah. First up, here's the Jones and Collins Astoria Hot 8. <laughs> Thank you. 
out to come on down to do that dance. They call the heebie jeebies dance. Sweet mama, papa got to do the heebie jeebies dance. one finer in the state of Carolina if there is and you know her show her to me diner with her Dixie eyes blazing how I long to sit and gaze into the eyes of Dinah Lee every night why do I shake with fright because my dynamite change her mind about me Diner, if she wanted to China, I would hop an ocean liner just to be with Dinah Lee. and his Hot Five, a recording made in London in February of 1935. My copy of that was pressed up here in the States on the DECA label, number 5924. In this case, the catalog number is fairly significant because DECA's 5000 series was their Hillbilly series, or their Country and Western series, and it's interesting to me that they chose to put this British jazz band in the Country and Western series. (laughs) Anyway, the song was, of course, Dinah, a song that goes back 
10 years previously to about 1925. I like the song, I think it's a very good song, but I've always been somewhat surprised at how popular it remained for how long. You can find records of Dinah all through the 1920s and well into the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Records not just from the U.S., but from all over the world. We just heard one from London. I've got several versions recorded over in Japan, recorded in Korea, recorded in South America. I mean, they were playing Dinah all over the world. Before that, Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five, a recording made in Chicago, originally for the OK label in February of 1926, My copy of that is a reissue, but made from the original metal parts on the Columbia label, number 35660, Hebe Jeebies. And we started off the set with a recording made down in New Orleans in November of 1929, Jones and Collins' Astoria Hot 8 and the Astoria Strut. Well, if you're enjoying the shellac stack and you'd like to write to me, my email address, as always, is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Just send me a little note, say hi, tell me where you're listening to the program from. It's always fun to hear where this program reaches around the world. If you have any requests or comments or suggestions, feel free to send those along as well. Okay, more hot records now. We're going to turn to songs with hot in the title. First up, Everything is Hotsy Totsy Now, sung for us by Gene Austin, a really late Victor acoustic record made in New York on April 24th, 1925. The song Everything is Hotsy Totsy Now was composed by Irving Mills and Jimmy McHugh. And then we'll hear a little something hot by Fletcher Henderson and his Baltimore Bellhops from March of 1931. It's called Hot and Anxious. You may recognize it, though, as something else, but We'll come to that. First up, here's Gene Austin. Everything is hotsy totsy now. It sure is. Take a look at me, take a look at me. Well, I got a lot to do, do, do. Moving in a home, a cozy little home just big enough for two, do, do. Gonna add a limb on the family tree. Find a gal sweet as she could be. Everything is Jake, what a lucky break, I'm as happy as can be. I got myself a brand new Totsy, I'm her hotsy, she's my Totsy. Everything is hotsy totsy now. What I did was pop that question, she said now that's a great suggestion. Everything is hotsy totsy now. No more crying, no more sighing, I'm through with the blues. Does she love me, turtle dove me? Tell the world she do, do, do. Said I got myself a brand new Totsy. I'm her hotsy, she's my Totsy. Everything is hotsy, totsy now. Oh, yes, holy do. Oh, what do, holy do, do, do. Oh, yes, do, do, do. Now, 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 now. What I did was pop that question. She said, 
now that's a great suggestion. Everything is hushy-tushy now, 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 now. No more crying, no more sighing. I'm through with the blues. Does she love me, turtle love me? Tell the world she do, do, do. Said I got myself a brand new tussy. I'm her hussy, she's my tussy. Everything is hushy-tushy now. Bye. 
even if you didn't know it by the title Hot and Anxious, I'm guessing you've probably heard that before, under the title of In the Mood, at least the main theme of it. But yes, that musical theme does go back to at least the early 30s and probably a little bit before that. It was recorded under the title of Hot and Anxious here, but also Wingy Minone recorded it under the title of Tar Paper Stomp, or at least something very, very similar. That record, Hot and Anxious, comes to us from March of 1931, Fletcher Henderson and his Baltimore Bellhops. And before that, Gene Austin in 1925, Everything is Hotsy Totsy Now. Well, let's hear some more hot bands. First up, Jelly Roll Morton's Red Hot Peppers in September of 1926, a record made in the Webster Hotel in Chicago. Jelly Roll Morton's own composition on Victor 20221. It's called Black Bottom Stomp. Thank you. 
yeah, <laughs> I think they knew they had just about made a perfect record. I love that thing. The Quintet of the Hot Club of France, featuring Django Renard and Stéphane Grappelli, recorded in Paris, November 25th, 1937, Minor Swing. My copy of that, a beautiful pressing on the French La Voix de Son Maître, his master's voice, SG367. Mm. Before that, Fred Elizalde and his Hot Music, a Brunswick record made in London in Rudolf Steiner Hall, no less, in May of 1928, that was Somebody Stole My Gal. And before that, we started off the set with Jelly Roll Morton's Red Hot Peppers, a recording made in Chicago in September of 1926, The Black Bottom Stomp. Well, we're nearing the end of today's program. For this hour, we've been listening to Hot Records, because it is so hot outside, at least here in Pittsburgh. I thought we'd go out with a bang. We would blaze away, so to speak, with the massed bands of the Aldershot Command. This is Victor 24184. A little hard to know when this was recorded. I couldn't find this in any discography, but I'm guessing it dates from about 1932. At least this pressing does. The selection is called Blaze Away. <laughs>
Away! <laughs> That's the name of that march, played by the massed bands of the Aldershot Command, probably recorded in about 1932, and I'm guessing, based on the sound, that may have been recorded outside. As I said, I can't find that in any discography. If you know more about that record, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you just want to write and say that you've been listening to the Shellac Stack, I'd love to hear from you. And if you made it this far, you probably have been listening. My address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. If you want to send a postcard the old-fashioned way, the address is P.O. Box 3081, Lynchburg, Virginia, 24503. That's P.O. Box 3081, Lynchburg, Virginia, 24503. Well, the masked bands of the Aldershot Command bring to a close another edition of the Shellac Stack. I've had a lot of fun this hour, but I think I need to go cool off, fix myself a nice tall glass of iced tea or something. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed our hot records today, and I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78 RPM records on the Shellac Stack. Thanks as always for listening. Take care, and... Bye-bye.